Hello, beloved in the Lord. You're about to hear a sermon that will bless you forever. This sermon is coming from the Greater House Chapel International by the founder and senior pastor, Reverend Philip K. Osei. Stay tuned and be blessed. for God. <laughs> they have time for everything else but not God. As a matter of fact, when you wake up in the morning, <sighs> oh God, thank you. Ah, bless your name. Ah, this morning, <laughs> to the shower. <laughs> or call it. Or call it. Today, listen to me. If God expects us to give Him one tenth of everything He gives us, including the time He gives us. One yakra, one yakra with the 24 hours He gives you, eh, is to give God two hours, 24 minutes. Uh huh. God gives you 24 hours. The rich has 24 hours. The poor has 24 hours. Whoever you are, you have 24 hours. Nobody has 25 hours. Everybody here has what? So God expects you that wait a man 22 hours, 24 minutes. That's one tenth of the 24 hours he gives you. And it's 24 hours. How many, how many, how many hours? What are many hours? Sometimes I will serve God with my time. So I will serve God with my time. Oh, what if he annoys God so much? Is that even the Sunday you have come to God? Oh, Papa, uche, 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 uche. Uche, uche. I saw him crying three hours. Still, that's what I saw him. Are they? look at that's what even annoys God the most. You are a Monday. Who chop it twenty-four hours? No. Tuesday you chop. Wednesday you chop. Thursday you chop. Sunday too. You want to chop that one too? Sunday, you want to chop it? Daddy, 
really annoys God the most. And you come to church. Then you are looking at the time. Then you say, oh, you know, of late, the water scan, the morning world, when you go to church, you know, two hours, it must be out of the Who told you that? What a Monday, Saturday, you don't have time. Sunday, you know, it's all my time, no, no. And it's one bar, oh, show what time. You have a point, baby. Oh, thank God, I never point him. I point him. I point him, baby. That was shit. That was shit. They even put God, they annoy God so much that they even get up and go, leave the church. Hey, are you not afraid for going to the host and saying that, my God, sorry, your church is too much? Hey, you're not afraid to say that? Oh, Sanchez, I'm going to go. Hey, Oslo. You're not afraid. Don't you know that by that sentiment alone, you can cast some hours from your life? Anyway, if you said it, please come to the altar and say, God the Father, God the Son, forgive me. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. All I'm saying is that the, the time God gives you. God expects to use that time to serve him. Glory be to God. Serve God with your time. Don't be so in a hurry to leave God's presence. Spend some time to pray. Spend some time to read the word. Spend some time to meditate upon the word. Spend some time out of your busy schedule to win souls. Spend your time to do personal evangelism. Spend your time to visit somebody. Spend your time to call someone on the phone and talk to the person about Jesus. When you do that, you are spending your time wisely. When you do that, you are serving God with your time. But you know what happens? You know what happens? Facebook will take about five hours. WhatsApp will take three hours. Glory be to God that the Lord has given us smartphones. How many of you are having smartphones? Let me see. So there are two things. If your phone is not smart, it means it's what? No, 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 no. Opposite of smart is what? <laughs> Opposite of smart is what? <laughs> huh? No, somebody says stupid phones. <laughs> says stupid phones. <laughs> Say, open your smart is stupid phones. <laughs> no, God gives us smartphones that by that smartphones you can get your Bible on it. So, spending all those hours browsing, chatting, doing WhatsApp. Sometimes, some of you don't have anything, you are just watch people's status one after the other. What about you? I don't know. Amen. So, the Bible on your phone. So, can't you spend some time and read the Bible on your phone? 
Can't you spend your time? Instead of being on the WhatsApp, uh, on the Facebook, uh, oh, people of God, learn to redeem your time by serving the Lord with your time. Because the life that God has given us, the years God has given us, we are there. Because people stay here and they live up to 900 and over years, but they are gone. And I hear 120. 120. It's even 70. 70 But as you serve God, I want to repeat the words. I see you cross everything with ease. I say, I see you cross everything with ease. Oh, I say, I see you cross everything with ease. You cross it. You will cross it. Because, because, because he wants to keep you alive. So you can serve him. You can serve him. Mabishola wants to go to heaven, but God is taking him here. He's around 86 years. He wants to go, but God is taking him because here is an old man who is still going around all the nations to do evangelism. And me and you, we are young, and we cannot even do so winning. So you see why God is keeping the old man still alive? That's why God is keeping him. Look what God is keeping him. That's what God is keeping him. Can you use your time to win souls? Use your time to do personal evangelism. Use your time to really work for the Lord. It pays. It pays. You know one of the things God will do for you? Is to strengthen you, make you whole, make you healthy, and to prolong your life here on this earth. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. Let me ask what I will serve God with my time. So I will serve God with my time. Between now and the years the Lord has given me, I will serve God with my time. I will serve God. Lift your hands and send this song. Give it to me. I don't know how to sing it, but I hope I can sing it. We used to sing it when we were young. Boy, going to uh, kindergarten, those things. If I give God my time, He will take care of me. Let's sing it. Oh, He will never, never let me. That is your song. Give the Lord your time. I will keep on my uh-huh, you can sing it. Uh-huh, sing it. If I give God my life, give God your time. You give God your time. He will take care of me. Let's have flow. He will never, never let me down. I will give God my lifetime. My lifetime. I will keep God my lifetime. My lifetime. I will 
If I give God my lifetime, He will, he will take care of me. He will take care of me. He will take care of me. He will never, never let me. It's either you are giving God your time or you are giving Satan your time. It's either you are using your time to serve God or you are using your time to build monuments for Pharaoh. It's either you are allowing God to use your time or you are allowing Pharaoh to engage you and to give you hard work and hard labor. But I know that people are here, you are wise. Just as I am wise. And I will learn to give God my time. I will serve God with my time. I will learn to evangelize with my time. I will serve God by spending time in prayer, in his presence, and in the study of the word so that he can speak to me. I will spend God, I will spend my time learning to meditate on the word so that I will grow in the Lord. That one, the Bible says, when you serve God, when he give God your time, he will take sickness from your midst. You will not cast your young, in other words, you will not die prematurely you will not be barren. There will be so many children around you. Fruits. That is what he's saying. The last one I want to talk about today is serving God. No, I think three, but there's no time. So let me just finish quickly. Serving God with your talent. There is nobody over here who is not gifted one way or the other. It's not true. Every, everybody over Just that some of you have five. Others have two. Like the Bible says in Matthew, and somebody has only one. But there is nobody here under the sound of my voice who is here without any gift or talent. Uh-huh. Some of you got your talent that you can speak very well. If I get a microphone, you are more than Ako. It's a good talent. Serve God with a talent. Yeah, you can be good ushers, but you are in the chair, won't be the pew. Because the way you even laugh and welcome somebody, the person will come and stay. Meanwhile, too, you don't want to do it. Remember, yeah, you can sing very well, but you are sitting in the chair. You are not serving God with your talent. Praise God. Susie didn't come today. She had a dream and she told me that I was there and an angel appeared to me. She said it to me three weeks ago. And said, the voice I've given you, if you don't go and sing in the choir, I will take it from you. So nobody told her to join the choir. She has said the following day, she just came to join the choir. Jesus gave a parable and said, the kingdom of God can be likened to a man traveling to a far country. And to some he gave five, to some he gave two, to some he gave one. And he left them for a while. When he came, the one who had five did something with the five. And even got profits out of it. The one who had two did something with the two. 
but the one who had one. The Bible says, hid it. And that's what some of you are. You are hiding your talent. The Lord have mercy on you. Hid it. Hid your talent. Because he said, my master is wicked. I don't want to touch it. So that when he comes, I will just hand over the same one. Some of you are waiting for Jesus Christ to come. I said, Jesus Christ, Joe talent. The man was just waiting for the master. You are waiting that you would go to heaven and say, that's your talent you gave me. I didn't do anything with it. Please take it. He hid it. Tell her that man, you know, she will it's, it's just so brand new as it is. It has not been used. Please take your thing back. <laughs> that is what the guy did. And the Bible said, when the master came, he was so angry. I said, you! The one I gave you, you are giving the same one to me. You know what God is saying? You know what God is saying? That one life he gave you, you are still giving the same life. There's nobody that you are saying, I have used this life to win unto you. you. He wants you to go to heaven with many, many, many lives as your trophies unto him. And say that when God gave me the life and the opportunity to live, I used that time, that talent to bring many unto him. Glory be to God. Don't be that one Wicked servant. He was thinking the master was wicked, but he was more wicked. And say that this talent there, I need to hide it. You are hiding your talent. You are sitting on your talent. Some of you are very good. You can do things. But you are there warming the pew Sunday after Sunday. First Corinthians, as I close. First Corinthians, chapter 4, verse 7. Let's greet together. But I want to read because we are close with this. We are close with this scripture. Let's go again. Ask your brother or your sister. Why are you pretending and say what you have? God did not give it to you. Ask, ask, ask him. Ask, ask. Why? Yes, it's true. Why, why, why? Paul is asking. Why? And what do you have that you did not receive? Now, if you did receive it, why do you boast as though you have not received it? Yes. Whatever we have here as Christians is because God gave them unto us. If God did not give them unto us, you will never have it. You will not. You will not. If God, if God did not give it unto you, you will not have it. Paul is saying that why are you behaving as another one? Why are you pretending as, as if you have not received what you are having? Whatever you have is because God gave unto you. And God gave unto you so that you will serve him with it. Quickly, 
when, Pharaoh, when Moses said to Pharaoh that our livestock, our gold, our silver will serve God, listen, listen, they took their livestock, their gold, everything, and they went through the wilderness. But when they got there, God now placed a demand on the gold and the silver and said, it is time to build a church for me, a tabernacle for me. So when Moses had the instruction to build a tabernacle, it was the same gold and the silver and the thing that Pharaoh said, leave them behind. It was the same thing they brought unto Pharaoh, unto Moses. And Moses built a tabernacle unto the Lord. It was the same thing. So when God gives you money today, God giving the money, have in mind that that money is going to be used to serve him. God gave you that money, have in mind that one day he's going to place a demand on that money. And when God is placing a demand on that money, then you want to behave as if you did not receive from him. Now, thank God that this church we don't give two offerings, but a lot of times they give two offerings. And I saw him and him two offerings. I saw him and 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 when you do that, Paul is saying that you are behaving as if what you have, God did not give unto you. You are behaving as if what you have, God did not give unto you. God gave Abraham and Isaac because God knew that one day he will place a demand on the Isaac. And so when he placed a demand on the Isaac, Abraham just willingly gave unto God. Listen, God is placing a demand on every one of us here to use the substances, the blessings, the favor God has given us to serve him. Lift up toward heaven. Say, precious father, this morning, thank you for your word. I make a declaration. That I will serve you with my life. I will serve you with my talents. I will serve you with my gold. As I close. That is why I get surprised at these Christian parliamentarians who have gotten there and they don't use their position to serve God. They are being as if they got it by just campaigning. But somebody had more money than them. Yeah. But they won. God had in mind that he was putting them there. So they could influence and serve him with that position. Alas, they got there and they forgot about God. And no one there made me a Muslim for my sorry. Muslim man. I'm sorry. They are not going to the place. They, when they get there, they get there having their religion in mind. And I'm talking to all of you here because you are champions. God is going to give you a position one day. Amen. They get there with their religion in mind. They get there because they want to do something for their religion. But let a Christian sister get there. Let the Christian brother go there. He's thinking about himself. His family. His brother. His cousin. His immediate sister. Family and friends. He doesn't have in mind the kingdom. They don't have in mind the kingdom. From today, serve God with your substance. Honor God with your substance. 
the money God blesses you with, let God know that what you have, he gave it unto you. And because he gave it unto you, you have no problem giving it back unto him. And when you do that, God will cause men to give unto you. You will never lack anything. You will spend your days in prosperity. You will spend your years in pleasures. Because nobody serves God. <laughs> and be want. This month, make a decision that I'm going to serve God with my first fruits. With my tithe. Some of you, even your tithe, you chop it. You chop your tithe. Then you come and stand here and say, Oh God, open the door for me. Open the door for me. I go, boy, hold it in your Oh. Hold it in your Oh. God with your tithe. So, whatever God blesses you with, God expects to give one tenth of it. Serve him with it. So, if the whole of the week somebody has blessed with 50 Ghana cities, this can be in the Five Ghana in a Copondia. Who this as a Ghana? You are blocking your own avenue and chance. When somebody blesses with 10 Ghana cities, five, ten, ten, one Ghana is for God. You don't trip that money. When you see a mango fruit, inside a mango fruit is a seed. So inside whatever God blesses you, it's God's seed in it. You must give unto the Lord. Yeah. Give unto the Lord. Because once you give unto the Lord, you are just planting. Because this place is a good soil, you are just planting and you are about to receive another harvest. Yeah. Serve God with your tithes. Serve God with your first fruits. When God blesses you, the first salary that comes into account, it's not for you, it's for God. Call it first fruit. January, your first salary in the month, January, it's not for you, it's for God. Call it first fruit. And yet, we, 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 we find it difficult doing it. They ask yourself, so what will I, what will I use in February? You don't have faith. If you are here and you have not given your first fruit the whole of the year, please repent. Next week, start coming to the altar and come and give your first fruit. It's not too late. And see what, how God will tend your life, your situation around. It's time to serve God with what God has blessed us with. As you serve God with your substance, with your blessings, with your favor, with your position, the Lord God has commanded his blessing that it will chase you it will chase you when you are in the city. It will chase you when you are out of the city. It will chase you when you come out. It will chase you when you come in. I pray that the word of God will hit you so hard that you make a decision that you will serve God with your life, with your talent, with your position, with your time, and with your money. And as you do that, the Lord God will bless you. God bless you. Hope you have been blessed by this wonderful ministration. For more inquiries, contact us through this numbers 0240-388-950 or 0574-846-111. Join us to become greater, bigger and better Greater House Chapel International where champions are being raised for global and generational impact.
the drop.